Follow us on Facebook at Off Script with Super E Podcast. Also follow us on Twitter at Off Script Pod underscore one. Off Script with Super E recommends listener discretion as these real but sometimes uncensored stories can be filled with mature content. This is Off Script with Super E and I am a train. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you think of that, Super? It was pretty good. I pictured you on top of a mountain. Yes. I am a train, a train, a train. <laughs> Super, what's going on? Not much. Just chilling out here. Out at the uh, the farm. Yeah, I had to be to the had to go to the dentist the other day. I was in a hurry. Yeah. I had to drop off the ten year old babysitter. Get fifty yards down the road, a tree had fallen in the road. Oh. Yeah. So we had to call the farmer who owned it and he came there and lickety split they have tractors that will do anything he brings out one of these small little boulder type boulder dozer type things it's got these great big jaws on it and just, just picked picked, the tree up and yep. moved it over you know what we'd have done we'd have gone out there with like a hatchet <laughs> trying to chop it up into little pieces. Drinking a whole bunch of Mountain Dew. <laughs> We're all hopped up on Mountain Dew, chopping up a tree with a hatchet. <laughs> oh, so, man. So what, uh, what are you going to talk about today? Well, today I'm going to talk about <clears throat> how I, you know, as undercover officers and police officers, generally we get fooled a lot. Even though we think something's up, if the suspect keeps talking long enough, sometimes we'll believe they're bullshit. And I'll give you an example of what happened mm-hmm. to me. I'm driving <clears throat> on the east end of the hot dog stand. And um, I see this uh, young woman. I thought she was like in her 20s, the way she was walking. Okay. And she was looking hard at traffic. So I knew exactly what she was doing. Okay. She wasn't, walk- she, she wasn't walking with a purpose. She was walking with a purpose to make money. Right. So so I just kind of spin around, and I drive past her. She makes eye contact with me, bug eye contact, look me up and down, mm-hmm. go, go about 15 yards past her, park, runs to the vehicle, opens the door, jumps in, and immediately starts with the hard sell. She goes, uh, oh, I can tell by looking at you. You're looking for head. You want to get some head. You want to buy head? Want to get head? Uh, hand job, hand job's good, hand job's... And I'm like, slow down. You work for the cable company, high pressure. God, I let's... said, yeah, it's like easy, Let's girl. talk, let's have some pleasantries, yeah, a little chit-chat. Yeah, a little, little name, come on. My, my name's Ray, what's your name, you know? And she's like, I don't, Angelina. And so I'm like, okay, what's going on? She goes, you know, you can get head, you can get a hand job. What do you want? You want head, hand job, you can get both. Listen, now your insurance, you're bundling and saving. Come on. <laughs> she, and, she really should be selling cars. <laughs> yes. And the old ramblers wearing a tweed suit. But uh, she's, I mean, she is like pushing it. And then I'm looking at her like, wait a minute. She doesn't look very old. She looks like she could be on Family Affair, like she, um, Buffy and Jody, oh. her older sister. Yes. And I said, how old are you? 
She looked at me. She goes, I knew you were going to ask that. I'm 19. I said, I don't think you're 19. How old are you? I go from trying to pick up a hooker to like um, school crossing guard. <laughs> are you tardy? And uh, I looked at her and I go, then I can't, I cannot believe I said this. And I can't believe she was, she had this already holstered up, ready to go. I said, I believe I'm going to need some ID before you perform a street sex act. Thanks for your currency. Oh, no, you're carding hookers now. Yeah, I said, I need to see some ID. Bang, she has it out in a second. Zap. Okay. Here's my ID right here. And it's like, okay, from the birthday, it was like she was 19 years old. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right. And then I, I, I do the Boy Scout. I made her hold up two fingers. Do you swear, <laughs> as do God is your waitress, that you are 19 years old? Uh-huh. And she goes, yes, I do. Ray, God, let's get to it. Okay, I said, wow. hey, hand job, blah, blah. I was like, just just give me a head. So it cost you 30 bucks. Okay, $30 is cool with me. Then she reaches over and gets ready. I said, oh, you want your money at first? Come on. Do you know what you're doing? Because, yeah, I forgot. I'm in a big hurry. And so I act like I'm getting the money out. Boom, there's the badge. She freaks out. Okay. Said, Calm down. You're just getting a summons. Because, you know, I wanted to crack the summons out there and get the hell on to whatever else I had to do that day. Yeah. And she goes, I said, so you're just getting a summons. And she goes, oh, my God. I said, <clears throat> so, okay, I know you're 19. What's your date of birth again? She goes, no, I'm not 19. I'm 17. I'm like, fuck. Mm. That means she's a juvenile. Yeah. Damn it. Mm-hmm. I go, you're 17. I said, you lied to me. And then she looked at me like, yeah, duh. And I said, okay, I, I see your point. And I said, that fucking means I cannot write you a summons. I've got to go all the way to juvenile, which nothing against juvenile, yeah. but it's a fucking pain in the ass. It was a wow. pain. They made it such a pain in the ass, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. yeah the- I'm like, oh my God. I said, okay, boom. Juvenile, got on the radio, taking her to juvenile, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. So I go through all the hassle, lock her up, uh, you know, taking her to juvenile, it's probable cause, everything that's needed. Well, a couple months later, I'm surprised that I've got to go to juvenile court on this girl. Usually they just plead these out. Right. So I'm like, uh, and juvenile is the worst. Yeah. It's, it's like going to the dentist knowing you're getting root canal. <laughs> it is. I know. And what do you call those things where they pull, put the tube up? A, yeah, colonoscopy. It's like it, it's like those two things at once. Oh God, that's and bad. You're like, oh my God, this is horrible. So then it's going to a damn bench trial. I'm like, you've got to be shitting me. A bench trial for this little misdemeanor? Yeah, unusual. So I, yes. So I get in there, and there's the 17 year old defendant prostitute looking at me all smug, sitting next to her public defender. Uh-huh. You know, he's got one of them greasy comb-overs, <laughs> and he's sweating a little too much for this early in the, in the day. Uh-huh. And then I look over, and I see a woman that looks totally exhausted. She's got her hands in her, you know, she's got her face buried in her hand, and she's just looking up, looking around like, I'm, I'm like, this. who is this woman? Find out it's her mother. Okay. She's completely worn out by her daughter's actions. Right. So then they put, they get me on the stand and the guy starts uh, doing a little cross-examination of me. Mm-hmm. 
defense attorney, and he starts going, now, isn't part of your job to not tell the truth, as he points his finger at me? <laughs> and I said, well, I do have to uh, lay a foundation that the suspect does not believe I'm a police officer. Mm-hmm. Well, that's called lying! And then he spins around, points at me again. That's lying, right? <laughs> then he points to the judge. That's lying, judge! And I go, well, it's not very beneficial as soon as the suspect gets in the car to go, by the way, I'm a policeman and I'll arrest you yeah. if you agree to me. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work, does it? And the guy goes, yeah, but you're still lying. Burn. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I just shut up. Mm-hmm. Then the girl gets on the stand and our prosecutor asked her her date of birth. She wasn't 17 years old. She was 12 years old. <gasps> What? You could see the look on my face like, what the fuck? 12 years 12 old. fucking years old. I was stunned. And then she couldn't have been snottier or snarkier. She's, she gets, you know, she says, I got in the car and I was just looking for a ride. I wasn't wanting to do anything else. I would never do anything like that. And she would, and then she would fold her arms like Mussolini and start nodding. Like, you know, look yeah. at me, I'm right. And all this. And mm-hmm. I was... I said, oh, my God, she's only 12, and she's such an accomplished liar. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, and then she's saying all these lies and all this mm-hmm. shit. And finally, the judge looks at her, Miss So-and-so, I don't believe a word you said. I think you're guilty of prostitution. And she basically just got, you know, probation. Right. And, you know, given, you know, she was going to be under the supervision of her parent, and mm-hmm. then her parent would go, I think she's done enough now. And they go, okay, it's over with. But I was still stunned that she was 12 years old. Well, then the defense attorney comes up and apologizes to me for being such a jerk and an asshole. Uh-huh. And then he, he told me about this little girl. It was even more horrifying. Okay. She likes to run around with these little gangbangers, and she routinely was getting gang raped oh, by these no. dudes. And the mother, it was just was doing everything she could to try to help her, but n- nothing would work. She would, she kept smoking crack, mm-hmm. having sex with guys so she could smoke crack. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it was the worst thing I ever seen to look at this parent who's done everything she could and nothing is working. And I'm just right now, this is what, 13, 14 years ago. So this person would be like 27, 28 now. Mm-hmm. I just hope her life got turned around between then and now. Because when say, they said 12 years old, you, I just did this slow look towards the little girl. And she just looked at me like, yeah, I fooled you, loser. And I was like, I cannot, she's only 12 years old. I mean, that's, I'm trying to let that sink in to my head. And she was out there making money off dudes, and there's probably guys knew that she was only 12. That yeah. was probably a selling point for some of these guys. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, so let, that was frightening. You know, I mean, let's just let's just talk about that. How tragic that is that this twelve-year-old little girl is at a point already in her life that she is so desperate she is going to go walk the street and have sex with guys for money. I mean, yeah. that that is that's it's just tragic. And the thing is, there's so many predators out there Yeah, that without even a second thought would snap her neck. 
if especially maybe if some of them found out she was only 12 oh i don't want to get myself trouble then kill her not think twice about a dumper body like she's trash exactly exactly i mean that oh that just man that breaks my heart that's why that that's why that, that mother her parent was probably so exhausted from worry and fret worrying about her right that she basically almost had no more to give yeah i mean you could just see that on her face it was just it was distressing me yeah yeah i mean i bet you know the shock of hearing she was 12 and then hearing the details about you know what what she'd gone through you know before that from the defense lawyer um you know okay so so you're out there doing your job you get this little girl off the street you know she gets into the system and I think a lot of listeners out there are probably saying, well, the judge should have ordered counseling, you know, or something further than here's probation. You're getting released back to your parent. I guess I guess where I'm going with this is everybody always kind of lays the blame of everything on the police like it's like they're the ones that are supposed to solve all the problems. We, we've got a job to enforce the law, which you did. And then you get the little girl in the system. And then, you know, I don't know, you know, maybe there was some counseling. Maybe there was more to it yep, th- that we don't probably, know. Yeah, we don't know. They could have they could have tried more. But sometimes, you know, it does. It doesn't matter what somebody that, with their good intentions and all their experience can talk to the blue to the face to some people and yeah. it doesn't sink in no i mean that's true that that is absolutely true i mean you know we have to you know i'm praying that that she got her life turned around in that as an adult she's not still in the you know this this dark place uh yeah that's what i'm praying myself but who knows huh i mean it's right. you know who knows you so don't. okay so th- this defense lawyer who he, he was a jerk, but he was doing, I guess, doing his job. He was, you know, trying right. to defend his client. But it was at least cool after court that he talked to you and apologized yeah. and said, hey, yes. this is the, the situation. Um, I mean, so let's let's talk about this. So she was running around with these gangbangers and um, getting, you know, gang raped, in essence. And... Uh, do you think she was out on the street to support her drug habit? Or do you think the these guys were pressuring her to go out on the street? Do you have I know you don't have specifics, but what's your gut tell you? My my gut tells me that those are two very good possible theories, or it could be a combination of both. Because mm-hmm. crack they would do so much for crack they had to have they had to have it. Right. That's you know, of course, that she would be out there, but also, there there are guys out there that exploit these women's drug habits for their own benefit and profit, and it's very easy to to think that these guys were like, okay, you need to bring us at least a hundred dollars a day. Yeah, yeah. You need to bring us a hundred dollars a day. I mean that that's a that's a very good possibility. So, yeah, I mean, either one of those could be the driving factor behind 
you know, a little girl walking the street, you know, making money off of sex. Um, so let me just say one other thing. So, um, you know, again, we've talked in the past, you know, about, okay, vice. Some people are like, oh, prostitution should be legal, blah, blah, blah. But we've also talked about how when you encounter somebody or you arrest somebody, you you know, it leads to, to something else. You know, the importance of the whole information and this and that on these vice investigations. Um, you know, on this one, I mean you at least you know, got her in the system, you know, and, and right. got her off the street, at least for that day. Maybe, like you said, maybe the next guy that picked her up was going to snap her neck. Yeah. You know what? Like I said, these, these predators, they're, they're diabolical in how they plan stuff out and do all this stuff. Right. And I mean, they would, they could, they would stalk her. This is, this is what I've seen them do in the past. They would stalk a certain girl or girls out there. They know where they're at, everything. So um, they would see somebody like her. You know, she was small. She looks very vulnerable, an easy mark. And she was so motivated to get drugs that she was throwing all safety and could caution to the wind. Right, right. Man, that, oh. is, that is so sad, isn't it? Yep. You know, here's the deal. Um you know, at, we don't know, you know, what became of of this young lady, um, but but I can tell you at least on that day that you locked her up, you know, you might have saved her life at least for that one day, Supri. That exactly that one day, because you never know who was coming in, you know, rolling up behind me, what they had in mind. Exactly, that's exactly right. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Well, man, that was a. Uh, God, that was a really good story, uh, even though it was very, very sad. But it's it ha- it's happening, and you know it happens in our city that we were in. You know what's happening in other cities like Chicago, New York, Los Angeles, it, everywhere. I everywhere. mean, as long as there's you know predator type guys yeah. out there that that are you know going to pay pay for that, and uh, it, it's it's very very sad. Well, there's drugs, there's going to be prostitutes, there's going to be money, there's going to be victims. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I, I appreciate you sharing that with us. Um, no problem. I think, I think the listeners, you know, it wasn't one of our lighthearted ones, but uh, I think they, they want to hear that kind of stuff. Um, and I think it's kind of one of the reasons for our podcast. We're trying to, I don't know, educate the average person on on what really is going on out there exactly what's happening what actually happens exactly okay well you want to make a fart noise or something so everybody can laugh we're we're just going to leave it on a somber note okay think about it okay well thank you very much for that super e we appreciate it okay listen guys keep listening we're gonna be back bye We'll